0: It's a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Anchor. Five things can happen to your prayer when you pray. Five things. For some of you, when you pray, your prayer will hit a spiritual ceiling, which the Bible calls iron or brass, and then force back to the ground. It doesn't penetrate. For some people, my title is Wasted Prayer. Subtitle, Hindrances to Prayer. I wanted to enjoy your fellowship with God. Because prayer is that which hooks you up to the supernatural. For some, number one, your prayers hit a ceiling, spiritual, which the enemy has placed over your head. Your prayer hits, Drops doesn't go nowhere. For some of you, number two, the second group, your prayer penetrates that spiritual ceiling, gets into the ears of God, but God says, I will not hear this prayer. I will not hear it. You can talk, you can shout, but I'm telling you, you are just wasting my ears. The third group, your prayer penetrates the ceiling, the spiritual seal or the spiritual ceiling, enters into God's ears, but God says, number three, he says, I will not answer this prayer. I will not answer. I will not answer. The fourth group, your prayer penetrates, goes into the ears of God, but God is silent. It doesn't tell you anything. And that can be very frustrating. When God tells me, he will answer, it's okay, I rest my case. I will not pursue. But this time, God hasn't said anything but total silence. So you don't know whether you should continue or you should stop. Sometimes, after silence for a long time, God will come through for you. It means that when you prayed, He heard you. But the time for the manifestation had not come. And don't think it's easy. Because there are some people who stop and they give up. Because they couldn't have the patience to wait so by the time God's season was ripe for manifestation they'll be lost in action oh how many people have lost their answers to their prayers and their visitation because god was silent and god was not speaking the fifth group is the group of people who pray break through the spiritual seal goes into the ears of god and god answers immediately as a fifth group oh when I pray and God answers my prayer what it does is that number one it lifts my faith up my faith is lifted number two it positions me to serve God better because I am strengthened when when, when I am talking about God I talk about him well because I prayed he came through I saw him I have the living testimony so my faith is lifted I serve God very well. Number three, when I pray and God answers my prayer, it makes my love for God increase and grow. I love God. My faith is lifted. Uh, you, you know, I, I, I don't fear anything. I don't fear nothing because I, I prayed and God heard me. What, what, what should I fear? He's around. What should I fear? So to pray and not to receive answers can be very frustrating. Your faith is low. You don't know if God is with you or he's not with you. You are confused. But God doesn't wish that. God wishes that when you pray, he should answer. So that your faith is strong. So you can love him. So you can serve him. So you can know him more. So you can talk about him. So you can share about God with others. He wishes it. He loves it. It's a line. It's a key. Prayer links you with God. Prayer undergets your relationship with God. Prayer on a daily basis. In these 30 years, communication and conversation with my wife has strengthened our union and fellowship. We have grown so much used to ourselves that when she travels without me, she misses me. When I travel without her, I miss her. Oh, you should see when we travel to different places and we are not together. The journey looks so long. So this communication between us has resulted in strong bonding. So it is with God. When your communication with God is fluent and constant, and and an unbroken and unbreakable what happens is that there is a strong bond between you and God when my wife and I were preparing to honor our son papa at his wedding we decided to do a few things uh, to make the occasion memorable one of the things we decided to do was to change the first lift of our house which was 15 years old at the time and we wanted to break break some places some of the cheap, cheap tiles that we bought during the beginning. Now, by the grace of God, levels have changed. There's somebody sitting by you. If you think I will be like that always, you lie. <laughs> oh, 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 please tell him. They say if you think I'll be like this always, na la lie, la na lie. lie, nah, lie. <laughs> levels will change. Things will change you will increase you will go up oh am i talking to sons in this house clap your hands and shout levels are changing i called the contractor and said sir um i want to put a facelift to my house can you give me a budget Then he gave me the budget i saw the budget I said, oh this budget coco i can pay i said start when we started building and renovating, halfway, my money got finished. Because the things were changing every day and so on. Meanwhile, the wedding day was approaching fast. Then I prayed. I prayed. I said, God, come through for me. This is my heart desire. To put the first lift, to honor my son. God, give me money. Monday or Tuesday or so. Then a couple in the church called me. Apostle, uh, where are you? We want to come and see you. I said, I'll be here, here, doing some meetings. We want to come and see you. I said, oh, please. The meeting is going to be long. The last person will be be seeing me around 7 uh, p.m. to about 8 o'clock. I said, no problem. We'll pass through. When they came, they carried an envelope. They gave it to me. I opened the envelope. 50,000 Ghana cities. 50 Ghana cities. I said, Lord, thank you. You answer prayers. The following day, then another couple uh, uh, business uh, guys in the church, they called me and they said, I want to come and see you. They came. Uh, what can we do to support the wedding? I said, nothing. Everything is cool. Everything is taken care of. So no problem. Cool. They said, okay, then this is what we have. I opened the envelope. 30,000. Now 80. The following day, third day, Another person called. They said he was coming to see me in the house. I said, I will not be at, at home. He says, okay, we'll leave it with your, your secretary, whatever. And then I came back, 20,000. 100,000 in three days. In three days. God came through for me. My faith was lifted. I began to trust God the more. You too, when you are in need, You start talking to people and you start calling men let that come to an end when you are pastor don't lower yourself by go to ask church members for money my faith is so strong that god will not let me go broke he answers clap your hands and shout in the name of jesus i will trust no man but i'll trust in the lord no, no, the prayer didn't go very well. I'm praying very passionately for you. This is what I want for you. This is what I want for you. Men will fail you. When they give you once, twice, next time you call them, they won't mind you because you are becoming a burden. And because of your leadership and you borrow money from a church member and you're not paying, that is why she has stopped coming to church. God will ask of their blood from you. Some leaders have driven some souls away. God will require their salvation from you. Be serious with this prayer. Clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. I will trust no man. But I will trust in the Lord. The Lord my God. He will provide. He will keep me. He will bless me. He will provide for me. Shout hallelujah, amen. Clap your hands and shout hallelujah, amen. Which of these five groups... Does your prayer belong? Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse number 23 and verse number 24. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze. And the earth which is under you shall be iron. 24. The Lord will change the rain of your land to powder and dust. From the heaven it shall come down on you until you are destroyed. Deuteronomy chapter 28, the first 14 verses, which I have written a book on, God talks about blessings, 14 practical blessings that can manifest as you invoke the blessings of the fathers and the covenant upon your life. But from verse number 15 downwards are dangerous, dangerous pronouncements that God has made as to what will happen to people who do not walk in obedience to God's commandments But rebel against the law of God and are in contention with the will of God in their lives. Please, I beg you, today, let that one be your devotion. Read Deuteronomy chapter 28 from verse number 15. You will never want to fall into the hands of God. Those things written there. One of them is that, 23, when you are in contention with God and you are fighting with God, 23, your heavens... Every one of us, we walk with our personal heavens. In other words, with our personal presence of the hand of God upon our lives, all of us. Now, for some of you, the presence is made of bronze. In other words, there is a very strong steel iron in your heavens. When you pray, your prayer hits the heavens and the seal and they drop on the ground. When they drop on the ground, your ground instead of becoming a fertile ground to yield your full increase, your ground too has become as hard as iron. Here's the revelation. Here's the revelation. What goes on in the realms of the spirit is determined by the activity of a person here on this earth. I'll say that again. What goes on in the heavenly places in your spiritual world depends upon coffee what you are doing to stir up if you do what is righteous your heaven is stirred up no bronze iron steel metal can stop your prayer from going to God but if you are doing something which is wrong then there is a seal in the spirit you pray it hits It doesn't go. So because it doesn't go, God does not release anything from the heaven to water your ground, to soften your ground. Your ground is iron. Your ground is hard. Your ground is not yielding. Furthermore, when instead of rains coming because the heavens are open, dust and powder fall upon you. The end result is destruction. Bronze. Steel. In your heaven. No prayer. Is reaching. It has to change. It has to change. Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 12. Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 12. When you come to appear before me, who has required this from your hand to trample my courts? 13. When, 13, bring no more futile sacrifices. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons, the sabbaths, and the calling of assemblies. I cannot endure iniquity and the secret meetings. Fourteen, your new moons and your appointed feasts. My soul hates. They are a trouble to me. I am weary of bearing them. Fifteen, when you spread out your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Even though you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. You've stretched your hands. You are praying. God says, I will not hear it. Because something is wrong. Something is wrong. I did not want to refer to the other scriptures because that can shake you a little bit and you can get confused. But since it is the word of God, let me give it to you. Some of you, you will change. Some of you too, you will try God's more. But i like people who come to church in spite of challenges and difficulties one day one day they break through don't don't be in a habit listen let me let me tell you something don't be in a habit to condemn people don't condemn any chorister here who is singing secular music don't condemn her Don't. Don't condemn any member whom you see acting a film and smoking cigarettes. Please don't. You will think the word which we are preaching here is not working. Oh, it's it's working. It is. It's just a matter of time and you see that they'll come out one day and say, "I I won't sing secular music anymore. I won't act any part in any film in which they will make me smoke. It's just a matter of time. This word, oh, the thing is working. There are, there, are, there are some of you here in the last three years, if you look at your life two years ago and a year ago, you will discover that you have drawn closer to God than two, three years ago. You'll be sitting in the same place hearing the same message. But after a message, you go and fornicate and you come back. You go and sleep with somebody's husband and come back. You notice that in the last year it has stopped. You are you are not superhuman. The grace of God is working in your life. And every day, God is preparing you. So the one which is coming is a little bit hard, but please be courage and take it. Now give me GNT. Give me GNT of Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 12. Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 12. GNT. Who asks you to bring me all this when you come to worship me? Who asks you to do all this tramping around in my temple? 13. It's useless to bring your offerings. I am disgusted with the smell of the incense you burn. I cannot stand your new moon festivals, your Sabbaths, and your religious gatherings. They are all corrupted by your sins. 14 i hate your new moon festivals and holidays. they are a burden that i am tired of bearing 15 15 when you lift up your hands in prayer i will not look at you no matter how much you pray i will not listen for your hands are covered with blood there is a certain kind of prayer it will break through the seal it will go into the ears of god but god says i will not hear this prayer you are wasting your energy Because something is wrong with the heart which is praying. The NLT. Try the NLT. As for the message, I don't want to go there. The message will discourage you. Ah, when I read the message, when I decided I won't use it. Let's do the NLT. When you come to worship me, who asks you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Who asks you? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As for your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath and your special days for fasting, they are all sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. I hate your new moon celebrations and your annual festivals. They are a burden to me. I cannot stand them. Look at God. And when you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen, for your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Here's my advice. From today, humble yourself when you go before God. Don't try to pretend that you are sinless. Confess. Confess your sins. Today I was trying to raise an old scripture in your song that made us draw close to God whenever we sin. And I've forgotten because a long time I confessed my sins. The Lord rebuked me today. Creating me a clean Oh, Humble yourself so that your prayers can reach God. Creating me a clean heart oh, oh Lord pray this prayer and renew a right spirit and renew a right spirit within me. me so cast, cast me not away, away from thy presence, presence. Pray this prayer always. Oh, Lord, Pray this prayer always so that God will show you take first. Take the Holy Spirit, Spirit from me. me. This is a good prayer. I say, Restore unto me. Hallelujah. Restore, restore unto, unto me, me the joy. The joy of the Wait spirit with me cast me Lord Store, restore, restore, restore. Restore. You need the joy of the salvation of God You need to keep your relationship with God. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Why? Let me tell you something about Ahitophel. Ahithophel was the right-hand man of David in his administration. In today's modern politics, you shall call Ahithophel the chief of staff in the office of the king. Powerful man. Two. Gifted. Oh, Ahithophel. The Bible says the counsel of Ahitophel is like oracle when ahithophel gives counsel everybody is quiet what ahithophel speaks comes to pass david could not do without ahithophel david's right hand man then there was a rebellion against king david by his son absalom around this time ahithophel was angry with david for the killing of uriah and taking uriah's uh uh, wife Bathsheba, because ahitophel was related to the man so ahitophel was angry and was looking for revenge so when absalom stood up to be the man who faced his father david ahitophel took counsel and joined them so the same position which he occupied as chief of staff solomon gave him the same post and they were planning and plotting then they went to a meeting to take a final decision how to unseat david and all the elders spoke then ahitophel spoke ahitophel as usual spoke with some sharpness of discernment and revelation but for some reason solomon said ahitophel hey uh, uh, absalom Absalom said to Ahitophel uh, we won't take this counsel and Ahitophel is not used to that when Ahitophel speaks, everybody keeps quiet so for Absalom to reject his counsel he got so offended and so depressed he felt almost useless the end result was that he went and hanged himself and he died, wrong, wrong, wrong he shouldn't have hanged himself all oh, he should have done, number one He should have gone back to David and said, David, I thought I could be received over there. Unfortunately, the same gift that I have been using here is not working there. So I have come back to you. Number two, David would have restored him. The mistake Ahitophel did was to think that God would dump David because of the sin. But here is what you should know. God does not dump people that he uses. Because it takes God a lot of investments. To raise a man. Use him for a period of 30 years. Build churches. Pay people's school fees. And you cannot rise one day. Publish his name in newspapers. Because if you did that. Other people's school fees are in trouble. So God will not permit that. So what does God do to people like the likes of David? God knows how to deal with them. And you and I know that God did not compromise his sin. God dealt with him notwithstanding. But David had a certain heart where he would not challenge God and fight God. So God loved him. He's a man who will not hide his sins. So God always gave him a chance. Here's another thing you should learn when god's man is misbehaving god does not give authority to subjects to deal with him because subjects are people who forget easily they will forget what the man has done in these 30 years they'll forget even people who are benefited from the school fees will forget they will forget his sermons of encouragement and inspiration they will forget They'll forget the glory and the honor that he brought. So God will not allow men to deal with his appointees, because if He allowed that, men will be ruthless. So He Himself will have a way. So Ahitophel did not have the mandate to try to handle the case the way he did. Why did he fail? He failed because when he left, David prayed one prayer and said, Turn the counsel of Ahitophel into foolishness. Quickly, a ceiling was placed upon Ahithophel's head. Ahithophel's prayer was not going. And so when God was speaking to him from heaven, he was not hearing anymore. Because there was a bronze, brass, iron, sealed by a man. And watch that. What's the interesting thing. The man that he called a sinner was the one who placed the ceiling. The man he was pursuing. Hey, don't make an attempt. You don't know when the man falls. You don't know. Stay in your line and you serve God. Then the counsel of a hate, of foolishness, that's it. He wasn't hearing from God anymore. He went and killed himself. Mistake. Mistake. Clap your hands and say in the name of Jesus. I will not make a spiritual mistake. And end my life. Oh, I didn't hear you say. I will never commit an error. I will not commit spiritual error. Oh. Where is your prayer? Ceiling Or a disturbance in God's ears. are other hindrances. Here are other hindrances. Number one, God will not hear you when you pray with the wrong motive. With the wrong motive. James chapter 4 verse number 3. James chapter 4 verse number 3. The NIV puts it beautifully. It says when you pray, you pray with wrong motive so God will not hear you so that you will Enjoy the pleasures of uh, the flesh or something. Now King James uses the word amiss. When you pray, you pray amiss. And what King James simply means, King James is looking at prayer like a penalty shoot. You play, instead of playing to the goal, you miss the penalty. And that can be very costly to your team. If some footballers can play amiss, some Christians can pray amiss. You are not shooting well. You are not scoring goals. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives. Wrong motives. Let me go through the points because I will not be able to highlight all of them. I will just pick the most important ones. Number two. Number two. When you pray with iniquity in your heart, God will not hear you. Psalm 66 verse number 18. Psalm 66 verse number 18. When there is iniquity in your heart. And I'll be doing justice to that. Number three. God will not hear you when you pray out of the boundaries of his mercy. When you pray out of the boundaries of his mercy. When you pray out of the boundaries of his mercy. He will not hear you. Number four. God will not answer your prayer when you pray... With a heart of wickedness, not sin, wickedness, wickedness, wickedness. The first one is sin. So let's say, an example of sin, excuse me, is robbing God's tithe, or pledging and making a vow or not paying. Or the common sin amongst young people is the sin of lust, fornication. You are not wicked, if you fornicate, you are not wicked. You are only heading towards danger. But wickedness, when you are dividing somebody's marriage, you are undermining somebody to lose his position or her position. You are wicked. When you are maltreating your husband, your wife, you are wicked, you are servant, you are wicked. God has blessed you. You have a one room. One church member doesn't have a, a room, so the church member is sleeping with you and staying with you every time when it comes from a miracle service. You have locked the room, the door. What friend are you? And you two, when they start locking you like that, it is a sign that you should leave. Don't wait for him to tell you. Wickedness. Number five when you pray out of the boundaries of the will of god god will not hear you when you pray out of the boundaries of the will of god god will not hear you and i'm preparing to bring you a series on the will of God, how to know the will of God, how to test the will of God, how to find the will of God. Certain things that happen to confirm God's will in case you are looking for God's will. Oh, God is not wicked. God speaks. He hears. He wants to keep a prayer line, fellowship with you. He wants you to feel him, know him. He wants it. He wants you to hear him. God is not difficult. That when you are searching for him, you cannot find him. It's not true. It's not true. Otherwise, some of us would have resigned long ago. If God was a frustrating God, doesn't frustrate. This makes me so confident when, when, I, when I'm walking I, Oh, Jesus Christ, I, I walk well. Because I've experienced it many, many, many times. This is what God wants for you. Let me do one or two of them and then I will rest my case. Proverbs chapter 15, verse number 8. Proverbs chapter 15, verse number 8, wickedness. Proverbs chapter 15, out of the will of God, take the scripture first, take the scripture. First John chapter 5, verse number 15, first John chapter 5, verse number 15. The first one is James 4, 3. The second one is Psalm 66, verse number 18. The third one, out of the mercy of, that's the second one. Out of the mercy of the bondage of mercy of God, Psalm 66, verse 20. Psalm 66, verse 20. And then, out of the will of God, 1 John chapter 5, verse number 15. Now let me try and then do prayer God that God will not answer because the heart that is praying is wicked. Proverbs 15, verse 8. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. Can you read it with a loud voice? Ready, go. Say it again for the last time. Number one, I want you to know that the same word, Hebrew word, which is used for sacrifice, is also the word that is used for prayer. We offer prayer, and so the word sacrifice there is also prayer. So you can read this scripture by saying, "The prayer of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is His delight." So you can also, in the same way, use sacrifice for where they have written prayer. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the sacrifice of the upright. It's his delight. I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that anytime you are praying, you are offering a sacrifice to God. You are offering yourself, you are offering your will. You you want to know God's will. You want to be able to please God. You want to have fellowship with God, which is why you are praying, which is why prayer is, is, is on daily basis. Like I have to talk to my wife, like you have to talk to your, your 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 child who is sitting on your laps right now. If you refuse to communicate with this child, this child will grow and this child will become. And so you have to start talking with the child right from when he was a baby. And then you see that the baby will start responding and responding and responding, 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 responding. And you don't stop there because the baby can say, mommy, mommy, thank you. No, you want the baby to now make complete sentences. And so you continue the communication. You don't stop there. You want the baby to now start answering questions intelligently. So you start asking the child questions. And when she answers and they are not intelligent, you show her how to do it. Communication never stops. am communicating to my adult children. And this communication is going to continue forever and ever. Because always there will be something to talk about. That's the relationship between you and God like. Sacrifice itself is a good thing. So how come that God will reject certain sacrifices when they are coming from hearts that are not conditional to righteousness? Wicked hearts. Sacrifice is good, but God will reject it. In the same way that God will reject prayer, which is good, but if it is coming from an unrighteous heart, God rejects it. Samuel was going to anoint the wrong person. God spoke to him and said, Samuel, stop. This guy you're anointing, I've searched his heart. His heart is not right with me. There is another brother of this. I've searched his heart. He's called David. Anoint him. He's the next king. I'm looking to the heart. Not the sacrifice. Not the prayer. The heart which is offering. That's what God is looking at. Wrong motive. When you ask with wrong motives, two brothers, John and James, led by their mother Salome, came to Jesus Christ, and they says, Jesus, um, in your kingdom, I, I want to you to do something for my two sons. Jesus said, What should I do? He said, One of them should sit on your right, one on the left. Hey, boy, my right and my left. Question number one: Are your sons able to drink the cup from which I drink? And he said, Ask them. He said, yeah, Jesus, we will be able to drink. Will you be able to go through the suffering and pain that I am about to go? Yeah, Jesus, we shall be able to go. Jesus said, good. Notwithstanding your readiness to drink from the same cup, notwithstanding your readiness to suffer, the position of the right hand and the left hand, it is not mine to give. It is the heavenly father that that gives. It's not me. In other words, in other words, despite your readiness to suffer, still, because you, the motive for wanting to be on the right and the left are wrong. God will not approve. Why are you a pastor? To get money into your pocket. Wrong motive. Wrong. Oh, but Apostle General, God is blessing you. Oh, yes. When I was coming, I didn't know that there is anything called blessing in this I didn't know I started from when I was a student I was a student at Legon I was paying students for a school fees for people from secondary school from our little little meager pocket money we will go to the bush and pray we didn't take offering because we didn't know what was offering we didn't enter into this business because we knew money no god however decided to bless me because he knew that many sons would be coming to me who would need my help and god did not want me only to be preaching the gospel to them and say go in peace the lord is with you when you don't know where your school fees will be coming from so after i have preached you faith then i'll pay your school fees also and you know why i'm doing it i am doing it so that when you come out of that school you too you help me so that we'll take care of others Why are you a pastor? Why do you want to marry that man holding the microphone? The man is anointed. Hey! Look at the way he led the week of the altar. Hey! And the power of God. And the man is single. And then you sit in the congregation and say, Ah! Is he married? Oh, no, 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 he's not married. Hey! (laughs) If he makes a mistake and he proposes to me, Hey! I won't let they break. I will accept it there. No. There. There. Wow. <laughs> and the way he's anointed, he will be very prosperous like the apostle general. The anointing will, will pull some money. <laughs> and then you come to this brother. You come and share a problem. Brother Sion. I've been having some dreams. And in this dream I see this man always chasing me. And then Pastor, how is his face like? He's like some my former boyfriend whom I stopped with because I wanted to be born again and true Christian. And I've been seeing pursuing sometimes he's squeezing my neck. And then innocent uh, Pastor, saying, hey! Come out! Come out! In Jesus name, be free, be loose. He doesn't know that the girl is coming with an agenda. Motive. He doesn't know. And you know that naturally, when you start helping somebody to come out of the weakness, you begin to have a a soft spot for the person. And so it's very, very easy for the person to uh, ply into your, your heart, especially when the next time she's coming for the for the for the counseling he said hey Pastor Sian God has started answering my prayer and as I was I saw this shirt and I wanted to buy this shirt for Ah." Sian will grab the shirt and come and give a testimony ladies and gentlemen. it is good to serve the Lord as, as as I was helping the sister, oh God answered my prayer. I, I just was passing and I saw the shirt. And I said, This shirt, if I, I see it, and I just spoke. Oh my god. And here is a God who answers prayer within 48 hours. Church, the Lord will answer a oh, share. And here for 48 hours. The prayer, some prayer is hitting the ceiling, some god is going to God's ears. God says he won't answer. For some prayer, God is silent and God is quiet. Hey, 48. Because of handing the sister, there is no emotional attachment. And then the pastor says I was seeking the face of the Lord and the Lord says I should ask you if you would like to marry me. <laughs> pastor <laughs> Yes. I- this one is too fast. Fast. Because you should have asked for three days. Fast track, yes. And also for when she says yes, immediately you should know that there's danger. Now you marry this pastor and then you go to the house and then friends go out, you are eating. And then this, this pastor serves his food and starts eating the way he knows how to eat. <coughs> and then you are sitting down there and you are frozen in your seat so with jesus christ you come home and you want to correct him and say why why this is the way i was eating before you married me if you know you can't cope uh, uh, go go oh but but it doesn't come to that man of god i'm only telling you that the way you are doing The guy, you serve him with tea. Tea, early in the morning. With bread. They are frying egg. The egg is delaying. And he too, he's used to putting his egg into his bread. And then when he's biting like that, <laughs> and then you tell the tea, <laughs> he will kiss the tea like the tea, the tea is a lover. <laughs> are in voices in worship. And your friend in voice in worship has come to visit you. And you are all sitting at the table and saying, yeah. I draw a Mary. not a Say anointing. And you refined anointing. Anointing. And then And then you gossip. And when I'm talking to him, it turns into a quarrel. I'm praying that one of these days Rev will pick up a sermon on this area. Who, who told you that he's not listening to me? He's listening to me, but he doesn't believe that I'm talking to him. He will go and do talk. Some people they don't hear on indirect, indirect. When we are talking direct, they don't, they don't. Oh. rev is talking to somebody else. Ah! They want me to look into their faces and tell them straight as it is. And then months, years later, you come to Mama Rita. Mama Rita, I want to stop the marriage. Oh, why? Mama Rita, he's disgracing me. He's disgracing me. Oh. So why did you seek the face of the Lord? Wrong motive. Marriage has nothing to do with anointing. Marriage has to do with compatibility and chemistry and ability to flow for the next 60 years. Loving you, respecting you, loving her, respecting her. When she tells you, when you eat, you are doing cham cham. You say, So, how should I eat? He says, When you are eating, don't open your mouth. Don't take the food big, take little and have. Have a napkin by you when you eat small. Do it! If you want to talk, swallow the food before you talk. And don't be talking and let particles from your mouth go into somebody's food. She's helping you. She is helping you. You too. you are too jealous and you like quarreling. So the man is helping you. Hey, take it easy. My relationship with you is solid. These are all sisters in the Lord. Don't worry at all. I will not be moved. Yeah. Man, the way she's getting close to you media. Because that girl, I've heard about her. I hear she can snatch. I hear, I hear she's, a, she's an A-grade snatcher. She, she has first class in snatching men. So as for me, as for me, I don't want you to go uh, close. Oh, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Women come to me for counseling, but I am still for Mama Rita. Especially. into a relationship with wrong motive the relationship doesn't last. It doesn't last. When you enter into ministry with wrong motives it doesn't last. You won't last in ministry. You won't last in ministry. If you want to become my friend for wrong motives it won't last. Approach God in the purest of motive. And your prayers will be answered. Purest of motives. Let me do the last one and finish with you today. Psalm 66 verse number 18. Psalm 66 verse number 18. Psalm 66 verse number 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear. Verse number 19. But certainly God has heard me He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Verse 20. Here comes the mercy aspect. Blessed be God who has not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy from me. Blessed is the God who has not turned away my prayer, nor his mercy. In other words, the moment God shows you his mercy, the next thing is that your prayer will be answered. Which is why I have told you time and time and over again, that three prayers or four that I always pray. God, show me mercy. Have mercy. Now, anybody who prays that prayer is a sign of humility. It's a sign that you operate within the confines and the boundaries of the grace of God and the mercy of God. You are simply telling God that you are human and you could make mistakes at any time. So, God, have mercy upon me. I pray this prayer always. Two, I always pray. I say, God, give me favor favor even favor with my children favor with my congregation favor with the elders of the church favor with 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 the leaders of this nation wherever i go favor when i call them let them return my call when there's something i need and i ask them let them do it for me favor and then i ask god for wisdom wisdom because with without wisdom i will mess up ministry and i'll mess up your life but with wisdom i can lead you to your destination this prayer i pray always when you refuse to within the boundaries of the mercy of God, number one, arrogance is setting in. You become so proud that you think that nothing is wrong with you. You can come to God at any time despite the sins of your life. That's why your prayer is not reaching heavens. You are not operating within the boundaries of his mercy. And if I regard iniquity in my heart, that is also frightening, but don't be afraid. It doesn't mean that God doesn't hear the prayer of sinners. Otherwise, who will go here? But here is what that verse means. Shoot the GNT and you know what it means. GNT 6618. GNT 6618. GNT 6618. It doesn't mean God doesn't answer sinners. He does. But here is the way he wants you to handle the sin. If I had ignored my sins, the Lord would not have listened to me if I had ignored. God says, don't pretend that you have no sin. Don't pretend that you are without sin. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it. If you ignore it, that's your problem. This is David. Tell me who was more sinful than David. Who had, who had not committed heinous crimes like David. He did. But he says, verse 19, Thank be to God that God answered my prayer. And then he explains in verse 20 why God answered his prayer. Because God exchanged mercy. So that he could hear his prayer. Now look at NLT, what the NLT says in 66, uh, 18. 66, 18. 66, 18, NLT. If I had not confessed the sin in my heart, the Lord would not have listened. So all God wants is that when you sin, acknowledge that you have committed sin, confess the sin, remove the sin off the way, and let your prayer sacrifice go to God, then there will be no brass to bring down your prayer to the ground make your ground iron and instead of rain dusts and ashes you need rain you need rain you need rain and when you have this constant line of unbroken fellowship with God oh John it is the most peaceful environment you can live in you see when you have this unbroken relationship with God you don't care how many people gather Wanted to undermine you. Your faith is solid. You are not moved. All my life, when I started life, oh, it's it's all been struggles. I I have been trot-trot. I, I do remember sometimes the trot is moving, and you have to catch that trot-trot. So you run, 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 run. By the time you raise your leg to jump the trot, then your trousers you can hear. A Poor man, your trousers is always torn now i have kept faith with god and 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 i have walked in wisdom and in god's mercy and god has now heard my prayer and has taken away my tears now my walking has changed first time or when i was poor I'm, i'm always rushing every day running every day running and then your shoes because it wears very fast, you are put some metal. You remember in those days? This days I don't see those metal anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, stockings. How many of you have stockings under your shoes? I used to keep stockings. And then, when you are running, the stockings, you know, you have to be very careful. So, you have to do something like this. Now, by the grace of God, I say to his glory, now when I don't run anymore, When I'm going, my armor bearers are in front of me. And now my walking has changed. Now I walk like a king, you know. And I walk like somebody who is blessed. And then they go, and then they open the car for me. It's a long time my trouser got torn. Because I don't raise my leg this way anymore. And they close the door for me. Somebody, your level is about to change. Clap your hands and shout, yes! clap your hands and shout in the name of Jesus. My situation will not always be the same. My prayers shall not be hindered. Oh, no, this is a serious prayer. My prayers shall not be hindered in the name of Jesus. My prayers shall bring results. 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 Shout it again and say, results. Say, brother, don't be afraid. When you pray in the will of God, God will answer your prayers. Go to another person and say, sister, don't be afraid. When you pray in the mercy of God, mercy will speak for you. Go to somebody here and say, brother, don't be scared. When you pray with correct motive and you are not selfish and you are not greedy and you are not wicked God will answer your prayer go to somebody and say brother don't be afraid from today any iron brass hanging over your head it is broken oh I didn't hear you it's broken clap your hands and say any iron brass over my head break jesus are you not tired of your prayer hitting the ceiling clap your hands and say any spiritual ceiling that blocks my prayer I i break it 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 clap your hands and give me a mighty shout of praise a shout of celebration Hallelujah! Go to somebody ask the person, what have you been praying for this year? Tell the person God has answered you. Ask the person, what have you been praying about? Stevie, talk to my daughter. You've been praying for a wife. Ask somebody, what have you been praying for? Tell the person God has answered your prayer somebody God is only quiet for the moment he will break through with the answer very soon go to another person say sister what have you been praying tell me ask somebody what have you been praying about tell me so I can back you up in prayer I said, sister, brother, sister, brother, no fears. No fears. fears. Your prayers prayers. are answered. answered. If you believe it, give the Lord a mighty celebration and shout of praise. Holy words, long preserved. It is a fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CDs, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless words will guide.